Hey everybody, I just want to give y'all a heads up that as we were recording today, we had a power outage um, due to the hurricane that came through. So if we cut out as we're talking about concussions, that wa- that is why. Now, going forward, I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Thanks, guys. Alrighty, everybody. Welcome in to episode 13. That would be 13. The same number as... Can't think of a 13 right now. <laughs> but we've got episode 13 right here for you. I am your host, Stevie J, as always. And today, we got a little bit of a special one. Senor... Gabriel Henderson, or as you guys know him, I'm Gabe, is sitting right beside me. Go ahead and introduce yourself as normal. Hey guys, I'm Gabe. <laughs> I am Gabe is right beside me. We are doing a live session today, and I think it's only right uh, to apologize for last week and basically say that we apologize for not recording last week. We were both uh, sick. Nobody wants to hear that. Um, but we are back this week, and we're Plenty of things that happen. We've had a fun weekend, so we're going to recap all the things that we can remember in sports and that we can remember about the weekend. <laughs> so, oh, no, it wasn't, it wasn't like that, but, you know, it, it was a fun weekend. So I think it's only right to start off with Aaron Judge, 61, Senor Gabe, as a, uh, not a Braves fan, as a Yankees fan. How do you feel? I feel fantastic, man. Let me tell you something. Roger Maris in 1961 mm-hmm. hit 61 home runs. Okay. And 162 games. Okay. That was 61 years ago that Roger Yo. Harris hit 61 <laughs> home runs. And now Aaron Judge has hit 61 home runs. That's that's pretty ridiculous, honestly, when you think about it. That's 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 something like storybook. What? How do you say it? Like it's written in a storybook or something like that? I can't think of the phrasing right now, but like you can't. You make it. You can't make that shit up, basically. Exactly. <laughs> so. that, that, that's facts, man. You really cannot make this up at all. And the fact that they both played for the Yankees, mm-hmm. they both played the outfield. Like it, it, it's just awesome. Like the parallels to this is just unreal, man. That's awesome. And it, it makes me proud to be a Yankee fan. The fact that you know, Judge is is hopefully going to break the record in the next few days. Yep. But you know, even if he doesn't break the record, like he's up there with one of the best. Well, one of my personal favorite Yankees of all time. Not yeah. because Roger Maris was the best player or anything like that. It's just what he represents to me was just a classy, just class act, like take care of take care of the guys, cared about winning type of baseball. Like yep. that's that's the type of baseball that Judge plays and that's the type of baseball that Roger Maris plays. Yep. And it's it's pretty cool because I, I kinda feel bad for Roger Maris's kids mm-hmm. because they've been following Judge around, you know, I don't even, for at least, like, two weeks or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, Judge only gets, like, one or two pitches to hit a night. Yep. It's like, you know, they're, <laughs> they're basically just waiting for him to break the record, and then that way they don't ever have to do this. Exactly. Again, you know? They're like, golly, please, <laughs> I just want to sleep in my bed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, it's funny. I was reading in Fangraphs, uh, which is one of the websites, websites that we that, talked about. That we always talk about, yeah. Yeah. And there was a there was an interview that Roger Maris Jr., did about okay. you know what happened when Judge had hit sixty, and they so um, Giancarlo Stanton and Anthony Rizzo both went up to Roger Maris Jr.'s house, okay. and he's got a cat named Professor Whiskers, who's currently a lot of questions that I do not want the answer to. <laughs> so. so anyway, 
he's, he, he's coming home with, with his groceries and he pulls in the driveway and there's, you know, there's Giancarlo Stanton mm. and Anthony Rizzo and they just get out of their car. They're the, it's this long limousine that the Yankees, I guess, paid for or something. I don't, I don't know. Yep. But, you know, classy, classy organization, classy car. You get the picture. Yeah, exactly. I got you. So they, they come out there and they don't ask. Mr. Maris, they pretty much just grab him by his shoulder and just throw him in the car and say, we're leaving. And he's like, but my cat, but my groceries, no, it was, they're gone. You know, they, they took him, they, they took him to New York and that was, that, that was the whole thing. He's basically, he's not being held against his will, but it's one of those things where, you know, they, they really wanted him to be there. The Yankees wanted him to be there. Holy crap. That's, yeah, it's pretty insane. Also, it's one of those, okay, so. I get it, and it'd be kind of cool to watch someone break your dad's record, but at the same time, I'd be like, wouldn't it kind of hurt a little bit? Like, <laughs> well, that's something, like, your family has, and you're like, great. Not only are you making it be like, dang, my dad's not the record holder anymore, but you're almost, like, showboating it in his face, like, <laughs> no, you have to come with us until he breaks it. It's yeah. like, dang, man, like, what if they just tie? Like, that, that's the thing. Okay, so what if, you know, this weekend's and, you know, I think there's, what, four games left? Yeah, it I think all, it's four games. It all ends... And Judge doesn't break, which could happen. Like, yeah. like we were talking about earlier before the pod. I mean, the man is strictly getting intentionally walked. I mean, he's getting the Barry Bonds treatment, and it's aggravating. I I kept talking about this last night while we were um, at a restaurant. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's what we'll call it. Exactly. Um, and it's just aggravating that. They'll throw him three balls and then they'll walk him, or they throw him three balls a strike and then they're like, "And eh, now we'll walk yeah. you." It's like, dude, just if you know you're not gonna pitch to him, just let him walk up there, give him the old, you know, the forefinger, like, "All right, go ahead and go," and just walk him. Like that, it's just wasting everyone's good old time and it's just getting everyone hyped up for no reason. But uh, I don't know. It makes for good TV, though. They're, they're, yeah. Those ads, man, they're, they're making money off those ads. Exactly. I think I feel like part of it was just to mess with everyone on college football Saturday and just keep screwing up their game time. But. Exactly, man. Oh, my gosh. It's one of those things where I'm glad they're doing what they're doing. You know, it, I think it's important that when something like this happens that, you know, as many people can watch it as possible. I agree. And I know the Yankees are loving it because the Yes Network is getting so many more views because oh, yeah. they're tuning into that. I'm sure that helps the ratings. Oh, know? yeah. But it's all about the ratings. The ratings. Oh, yeah, exactly. Money. Exactly. But. They it's, gotta pay judge somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, so I let's, if they pay him, well, don't start. Okay. <laughs> Actually, you know, what? let's go down this rabbit hole. All right, go for it. Go for it. So I was sitting on the I was sitting on the couch watching one of the games with my dad last week, mm-hmm. and you know, I was like, Dad, how much would you pay judge? Oh goodness. And it was my dad turned said, two dollars and two sticks. <laughs> and you said what? My, <laughs> no, I'm my dad, my dad turned to look at me and he said, "Boy, I'd give him three hundred fifty million dollars." He said whatever, whatever he wants. Yeah, he, I think. I, sorry, go, go he, ahead. He's been he's been following the Yankees since you know the nineteen sixties. Yeah, and he said there's a handful there there's a handful of players that you sell the farm for. Yeah, and he says he he told me he said you know Judge is he's in he's in his prime and it's one of those things where you you got you just got to pay him. He's yep. he's a Derek Jeter type of player. Yeah, he's the face of the franchise. You got to pay him. That's what well, that's what I was telling you the other day. I mean, y'all know a lot more about baseball than I do, but just looking at him, I mean, he's the best player y'all have had since Jeter, yeah. by far. It's not even close. Um, and it's one of those, I think every Yankees fan agrees. You just give him a check and you say, look, we'll give you this amount of years. Write down what number you think, 
and we'll just sign it. You know, like yeah, yeah. you don't. I don't think Judge is going to be asking for some eighty million dollars. Like he understands what the market is. Yeah. He understands that Trout gets you know forty four. He's going to want fifty, fifty five, which is very reasonable. I mean, he's yeah. he had. I'm pretty sure statistically. I'd have to check again, and I don't have it up. But I'm pretty sure statistically, a top three, if not, I thought it was the best for a while. It may have slumped with all his walks. Yeah. Um. But he was having the best WAR performance ever. I mean, he's he's certainly up there. I know I know it's like one of the top twenty WAR seasons of all time, which is yeah. just insane. But you know, he up until the last week or so, he was in line to win the Triple Crown, which yeah. is for for those of you who don't know, the Triple Crown in baseball is the highest batting average in the in the respective leagues. So there's American League, National League. So if you win the Triple Crown, you have the highest batting average in your league. You have the most home runs in your league, and you have the most runs batted in, or RBIs in your league. And up until about, you know, I think three or four days ago, Judge was leading in batting average. He was obviously leading in home runs. Yep. <laughs> and, he's, and he's leading in RBIs. But, you know, he's had a couple of games where he struck out some because, you know, they're really not pitching to him. And I think he's getting kind of getting kind of nervous or getting antsy, like, you know, I really need to make something happen type of thing. Like, yeah, I really want to break this record. You know, you, as an athlete, like, you can feel the pressure yeah. sometimes, you know. But it's one of those things where it, he's so close to, to doing something that was done by Miguel Cabrera a few years ago. But before that, it hadn't been done since Carl Ustrimsky and I think 67. I think I think was the last time we saw a Triple Crown. It was in 1967. That's ridiculous. Um, there was Ustrimsky in 67, and then Miguel Cabrera did it like four or five years ago mm-hmm. when he was in his prime, and that that's it. Like that's that's all she wrote. Yeah, yeah, that's it's it's crazy, man. Like I I love Aaron Judge. I think the Yankees should do whatever it takes to bring him back. I mean, he's the type of guy where you know that's that's who that, that's who you want to see. Your daughter bring bring home. Yeah. You know, like that's the type of person. Dude, that I'd be proud. I'd be like, oh, well, what's your new contract? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can come in. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, sounds good. Yeah. All, all I'm asking for, I just really want a new Mercedes Benz S Class. <laughs> can we make that? Oh yes, all right, cool. Yeah, come in. <laughs> that's messed up. I'm like halfway joking. Um, <laughs> Only halfway. Exactly. But okay, so realistically, how? Because I know we all kind of know the contract's going to be. Probably between 50, 60 million a year. That's that's what it's going to end up being. If it's less than that, I'd be shocked. But so he's twenty eight, I believe. Um, what what is a length? Do you think he they're going to give him? I think the Yankees don't want to go longer than seven years. I, I think seven. seven. Yeah, I think seven years is as long as they really feel comfortable going. Thirty five. Yeah, I mean, interesting. It's it's one of those things where this past off season, I think the Yankees offered Judge, and he didn't count. It. Mm-hmm. This this is crazy. Okay. The Yankees offered Judge, I think, seven years, two thirty. So like, yeah, that was disrespectful. That's that's a disrespectful offer to a guy who's gonna be an MVP candidate yeah. while he's still in his prime, you know. So yeah, that's what like thirty-one and a yeah. half a year or something. Which like, that. like you know, I get it. Like Mike Trout is making like forty a year. So at that point, it's like, do you really think that Judge is ten million dollars a year less than? Trout, like no, like no. they're they're not the same player, but Trout, Trout also had a triple crown. Yeah, they're both they're both generational players that we are not going to see again for sixty years. You know, yeah. I mean, it's it's that kind of yeah that kind of thing. Now speaking on contracts, I feel like we've kind of wrapped up this Judge one. I mean, he's going to get paid a bag seven years. I was thinking, you know, eight 
I doubt they give him a 10 year. That's, that's I, I just like even numbers, so I'm hoping they give him eight because seven's just weird. But um, <laughs> but Otani taking 20 million to avoid arbitration. 30, How do you feel about 30. that? 30. That's yeah. right. That's right. How do you feel about that? That's a record, and I think it was a smart move on Otani's part because obviously, like you're setting yourself up, like. You know, you're you're breaking a record. Yeah. Most money anybody, like you said, most money anybody's ever made in arbitration. Do you know what what, what it was before that? Was it twenty two? I think probably? it was Judge. I think Judge got like twenty two or twenty five or something like that. But it's it's pretty insane. But uh, with a with Otani, I think what's going to happen with that is he's going to hit free agency at some point. I don't know if it's. The year after, maybe it's, I think he still has like two or three years. Maybe I I, I'm, I'm not sure, but essentially, what's going to happen with Otani is, I think he's planning on hitting the open market, just because why wouldn't he? Just yeah. kind of like with Judge, it's like why sell yourself short when you're this close to hitting the open market and there's going to be teams after you. Like, yeah. you know, teams are always looking for good hitting outfielders, and teams are always looking for, you know, unicorns. Yeah, Otani's the biggest unicorn I think in all of sports right now. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. I'd agree. Pitching at an all-star level and hitting at an all-star level, like you can't. I mean, you, you that doesn't grow on trees. I, we've no. never seen it. Exactly. You know, we've just never not seen to, it. Not to that extent. So yeah, I mean, I think the closest was Babe, right? Yeah, Babe. Yeah. So Babe Ruth, in my opinion, this is my opinion, could have been a Hall of Fame pitcher and a Hall of Fame hitter at the same time. He didn't mm-hmm. pitch long enough to make his case for yeah. that. But I mean, he was a legitimate ace for the Red Sox, and obviously he's the Bambino, he hit 714 home runs, which that actually leads us to talk about Albert mm-hmm. Pujols, because That's right. Albert has what 702 now, Seven, 702, 702. Now. Yeah. Like, man, what a what an amazing career. Oh yeah, you I know? I will say my dad, um, my dad was like tearing up a little bit when he hit 700. I immediately got the text like, there he is. That's the guy. My dad absolutely loves Albert Pujols, and I can't I can't blame him. My dad was has been watching baseball for a while, um, not as not quite a fanatic like um, your dad or you, right. yeah. but I mean, if you ask him all these old players, he would know them all. He's yeah. not going to know the stats, but he he knows them all. You know, he he does follow the sport, yeah. um, not quite as intensely, but he loves Pujols because Pujols is a player that's coming from the steroid era. Yeah. That's just a natty, just a good guy, yeah. no issues. And in the steroid era, there's a lot of you know just punks yeah. too. And Pujols yeah. is just a good guy. And I told Gabe this yes, I think it was yesterday. Pujols has the cleanest swing I have ever seen. Yeah. I mean, it is just, I, I'm not going to be shocked. You're going to see for the next 15 years, and I'm sure it already has been, when, you know, if you're a personal trainer for teaching someone how to do a swing, you put up Albert Pujols' swing, you're like, see this? The, you know, top to bottom, this is perfection. Yeah. So it's just, I'm happy for the guy. I was hoping he beat 700 and he did so I think that puts him he's what third right now I think so here it's Bonds at 763 I think and mm-hmm. then it's uh, Henry Aaron at 755 I think maybe 756 and then uh, Babe is at 714 okay so I think Pauls is now fourth wait okay. but yeah because a-Rod, how many? He beat A-Rod. Yeah, yeah, okay, he beat A-Rod. A-Rod yeah. was like 690 or something. Or I can't remember off I think, the top I think A-Rod but was I know, 696. I know he was just under 700, because yeah. 700 was when he tied somebody, and then yeah. 701 was when he finally beat them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't remember who it was. But, yeah, that's, um, baseball has been wild these past couple of days, and 
I'm planning on it a little bit watching this uh, Braves-Mets game and God, what a series we got going on there. I mean, that, oof. This is the division right here. Exactly. I mean, it literally is. These, This game today is basically going to decide the division because if, if the Mets win it, then all of a sudden it's tied. And I think both teams are winning out at this point. I think there's three games left for us. I think we play the Phillies, they play the Nationals. So Oof, the, that's tough for y'all. Yeah, it's, it's not great for us, but I feel I'm – Hoping yeah. <laughs> that you know we uh, we finish that out, but also the Nationals took a game on us, and I'm already taking games from the Mets, so yeah. I, I think they could take one, and I think we we'll win at least two games from that, and I think if we lose one, I'm praying the Mets lose one. Um, but if we win today, that means we're up by two games, and that that essentially seals it. You know. Well, I mean, I wouldn't. You know, well, I wouldn't yeah, like not going for the hatch. Exactly. I mean, it, there, there's been stranger things that have happened. You know, one sixty-two right here down down the stretch, but. You'd be feeling pretty daggone good well, if you well, the thing, pull, pull one out against the Mets today. Exactly. Well, if we pull one out against the Mets, worst case what happens, though, is that we end up having to play each other again. We tie. Right. So, yeah. I mean, that's – well, hold up. Is that right? Well, so, one, so they you, catch up one. Actually, no, they might pull ahead. Never mind. Um, if they win three and we win, uh, we lose three, then it could happen. Yeah, that's it. So, but it's still it's it's still a big game because the odds of us not winning a game in the last three are just not, you know, our, our winning percentage I think is like five eight. So just yeah. by pure numbers over the season, we should you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But we'll we'll see. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's absolutely wild. Now, kind of shifting sports. Let's hop into college football. Both football seasons are crazy, but we'll start with college football this season. I have not – if you looked at the top 25 right now, you could look at probably the top seven, and you're like, yeah, you know, it's Bama, Georgia, um, Michigan, Clemson, I'm missing one, Ohio State, and then you got Oklahoma State, USC. You look at those seven, and you're yeah. like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's, 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 that's about what I would have expected, you know, the top seven to look like. And then you look below that, and you're like, what? NC State is ranked? What the heck? Syracuse is ranked? Kansas is ranked. You're like <laughs> Kansas State is ranked. I mean, it's just you're looking at it and you're like, what happened here? You're like, it's it's just uh, Kansas State was on top of the Big Twelve for a little bit. Um, or not maybe not Kansas State. Kansas. Yeah. Was, well, well, Kansas. So, so Kansas until State, Oklahoma State. Yeah, yeah, they were on yeah. Top. That's right. That's right. So uh, as far as like the Big Twelve standings was going before Oklahoma State beat Baylor yesterday. Yep. Kansas State was at the top. I think they're two and zero and. In the Big 12, which is crazy, okay? Like, <laughs> like, if you put a bet down that Kansas State would be leading the Big 12 at any point in the season, you probably, I mean, you made a ton of money. Yeah, yeah, I mean, probably 1,001 odds or 1,000. <laughs> I, I can never remember which way it goes. Um, I swear, every time I see odds, I'm like, oh, this person's a favorite. Let me make sure, you know? <laughs> but, I mean, it's that's been absolutely wild. Now, kind of going off of that. The reason that Gabriel is here is, one, just to hang out, and two, we wanted to watch the Clemson and NC State game last night. Um, so we went to a neighborhood. I mean, it is essentially a restaurant, but it's also mainly a bar. It's a sports bar is what it is. Um, Ruckus Pizza, shout them out. There's three locations near me. They're all awesome. If you've never had it and you live in Raleigh and you're listening, it's solid. The prices are stupendous. I mean, yes. you can have a lot of fun for a very reasonable price. Um, in comparison to like B Dubs or something, so right, um, and it's you know a neighborhood chain, so that's kind of cool. But 
so we went to go watch the game, and we started out solid. Yeah. Like, I mean, not great. No, not but great. But Clemson didn't great. start great. That's right. But it was funny because we were going into the, the we're going into halftime down by three, 13 to 10. And Gabe, I turned to you, and what did I say? I was like, we're not doing this. We're and I said, we're not doing this specific thing, and I think Clemson's going to pick up. Do you remember what that was? I believe you said that um, – I, I remember we were talking about how Clemson was passing the ball well when they were passing it. Yep. But they weren't passing it often. Our pass defense has not been good this year. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so, and so what happened was is you said – Yeah. <laughs> what, what happened was is you said that they're going to look at the play – they're going to look at the places they ran. They're like – Wow, guys, we're not passing the ball at all. Yep. We need to pass the ball more. Exactly, and that's what they did, and that's and that's why ultimately Clemson came out ahead. Yep, you know because DJ DJU is one of those guys where he was not a great a great quarterback to start off last year, and he really hadn't played well up until last week. And last yep. week he lit it up. Oh yeah, and it really showed in the second half when they kind of said, "Look, DJ, we want you to kind of." Take, take the reins on this. He only threw for 200 yards, but he didn't throw an interception, and he ran for a ton of yards. He did run for a ton of yards. I think he yards. got like 75 on 14 carries, something like that, which is just insane. Like, that's that's what you expect RB1 to do. Yeah. So, between him getting, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like between, oh but between uh, him getting those rushing yards and then getting the ball to Will Shipley, yep. they just absolutely gashed us, man. Oh, yeah. And it mainly happened in the passing game, you yep. know? So it was just it was a tough loss last night, but I mean at the same time, like when you're an NC State fan and you're playing against you know, and you're in the top ten, first of all, you're yep. playing with house money. Like, yeah, exactly. We're we're not expected to be in the top ten really yep. ever. I mean, <laughs> I I had really high hopes for the season, and we've yeah. been play and we played well, but it's one of those things where you know we beat Clemson last year, and then trying to play at Clemson, like forget it. You yeah, know? exactly. It it was also funny. Two things. The first one, I remember I was watching, and I'm like, I'm like, huh, that's weird. Clemson's only rushing with three guys. And you look at me, and you're like, because that's all they need to do. And then they we snap the ball, and we have five guys on the line. Our left guard is just standing there, literally just standing there, <laughs> watching our left tackle get absolutely demolished by their defensive end. And yep. I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh, my God. The defensive end literally just ran around our left tackle. Yep. And just absolutely smacked Leary. And I'm like, I mean, what more can you do? That's just grown man strength. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those, like, there, there's nothing we can do there. You know, yeah. we just do not have that five-star line that they yeah. do. You know, the trenches is where, exactly just like Deion Sanders said at the start of the season when they were like, hey, Deion, you know, offensively, you know, skill positions, y'all are looking awesome. Do you think you could, you know, do you want Bama or do you want Georgia? And he said, no. No. He said, not right now. He said, where you win games is in the trenches, and yeah. we do not have those trench guys yet. And I think that's that's kind of where we're at. You know, we got a we got a couple good skill players. I personally still I'm a big fan of Devin Leary, and last night was a was a good Devin Leary performance game. I think draft stock wise, and I don't know if you'd agree, but if you watch him every time that he had at least two seconds mm -hmm. to yeah. think and scan the field, because we talked about this last night, but. I, I think he's probably that I've seen this season. He the, he's the best scanner of the ball. Oh, definitely. In in the NCAA, I mean, a perfect comparison. Will Levis, who's already basically a first round pick, guaranteed, yeah. probably late first round right now. Yeah. That man does not scan the field no, at all. No. Now scanning the field is one of those. It's easy enough to work on. It's just sitting there and you know just getting rep after rep after rep. So it's never a bad thing 
it's never going to hinder your draft stock. It's only going to help. So that's why Devin's is, it's only going to help him. And last night was a perfect example of that where, you know, he had, he, he starts, the only thing is he always starts left to right. Well, um, I think that's the design of the offense though. But go ahead. Okay. Okay. Um, but it, uh, it, it was just cool to see, you know, he takes a step back, scans left to right, and then he kind of knows. He, I mean, obviously he knows what routes everyone's running. And then from there, he might still be looking right, and he dots it left. I mean, it's just anytime he had time, he played well. And it, I think last night helped his draft, uh, his draft stock. But second thing, kind of going off what you were saying, you said as an NC State fan, you know, you're used to this. It was funny. So I had. I, <laughs> I know where you're and, <laughs> and I'm sorry if you're listening, man. Um, <laughs> but, but my buddy, I invited my buddy there. Um, and he was like, oh, we're playing really well, blah, blah, blah. And I look at Gabe, and we, I kind of chuckle. I said, oh, man, you can tell he's new to NC State. <laughs> I, I was like, he, he doesn't know we're about to mess this up. So, <laughs> so um, And I don't even want to say mess this up because our, our boys played, like, for what we could have expected, our boys played well, if not they a little bit better. They exactly. Played they played with heart. There, there was no crazy, there was no dumb play. It was just Clemson, they're just better. Yeah. You know, they're just bigger, they're better, yeah. stronger. Um, we were projected to lose by, they said six, six and a half. Six and a half. We lost by tens. So I mean, yeah. we, didn't we did cover, our jobs. Yeah, yeah, we didn't cover, but they played, they played about as good as you would exactly. expect. Exactly. We played as, exactly, as good as expected. You really can't ask for much more. Um, but that was pretty funny. He was like, oh, we're looking good. And I, I just chuckled myself. I'm like, oh, man, you're in for a long ride. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, yeah, the. We watched some other college games yesterday. What was one that impressed you? Um, I think one that really impressed me was the fact that TCU absolutely put it on Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sonny Dykes is the head coach at TCU. He used to be the head coach at SMU, mm-hmm. but he took he took the job at uh, TCU, and they just oh my gosh, man, that offense was just firing on all cylinders. Yeah, like fifty five points against Oklahoma and Brent Venables' defense, like. I get it. Like, they don't have the same caliber athletes at Oklahoma right now because, you know, Lincoln kind of, you know, siphoned them all off to yeah. USC. A little messed up, but, you know, I get it. That's the game. Yeah, that's the game. But anyway, the, the put up 55 points against Oklahoma and Brent Venables' defense is just very, very impressive. Like, yeah. you really need to look out for TCU. They're one of those teams where they can put a hurt on anybody. Yeah. I mean, that's an explosive offense, man. Yeah. But that was one. I was really happy for Kansas. Oh, yeah. And, you know, because for those of you who haven't been following college football that much, Kansas is one of those programs where their over-under on their overall wins is generally around two. Yeah. Two, three wins. Yeah, that, that's what you expect. And right now, they've clobbered that. They're 5-0 and right now. Like, go Kansas. I, I remember, uh, I remember uh, looking at a meme that a college game day put out mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I, I showed it to Steven. But the oh, I <laughs> was like, where, where are we going with this? But, but no, I remember. Basically, what happened is there's uh, these Kansas fans that put on these signs. It said, "Rank Kansas, you cowards!" Because <laughs> 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 they're four and zero going into yesterday. Now they're five and zero, and they finally caught on that you know they're ranked. And, yeah, exactly. And Kansas State as well. You know, Kansas State is another one of those football programs. You know, they're they're not as bad as Kansas yeah. generally speaking, but you know they, just, they play around 500 ball most of the time. You know, mm-hmm. I would I would say a tier a tier below NC State. You know, yeah, that, I agree. That's where I'd I say I'd say we're about a tier B team, and they're probably a tier C. Yeah, that's so. that that's that's definitely fair. 
But uh, it's just crazy, man, the fact that both Kansas and Kansas State are both in the top 25. Oh, yeah, I can't, I can't imagine the scenes at that game this year. Oh, I, for sure. Well, I don't think they played. Most time rivalries are like, you know, they Thanksgiving or Christmas. They try to put it around holidays because yeah. it sells. Um, oh, for sure. But I can't imagine what that one's going to be like this year. I mean, it's going to be just banana. There's someone's getting arrested, you know? End of story. End of story. What, what I will say kind of, one of the games that impressed me was, and I don't even know if impressed is the right word, but kind of just made me be like, yep, that's them, you know, was the Bama game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bryce Young. So I, uh, we're watching the game at my place, and I go to the bathroom. I come back, and you're like, oh, Bryce Young went down. I look. Bama's uh, only down by three. I'm like, huh, okay, that stinks. You know, is it bad? And it's like, oh, it's a shoulder. You know, he, he's questionable to come back to the game. I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's I'm glad he's not hurt. You yeah, know? yeah. Especially someone that's, you know, that big of a name who's a potential to be the number one overall pick. Like, yeah. he, you don't want that guy getting hurt. That's no. that's He could just be losing money just to a bad situation, you know. So you never ask that of right. nobody. But um, they put in their backup quarterback, and all of a sudden they've got like 34. They're, they won by like 22 yeah, or 34 points. I mean, it's crazy. It's, it's one of those. I mean, Bama is just – yeah, Bama, Ohio State, Clemson, and Georgia, those are just different programs. Yeah. Like it, Some people would say Michigan's up there, too. I, I don't think they're there yet. Um, they're, they're trying to get there. Jim Harbaugh's doing a good job, yeah, but yeah. it's it takes time to build a program like that. Like I, I was telling Gabe also yesterday, Mark Richt was one of the guys on the ACC broadcast, and I didn't. I guess I never realized he has been because State has, uh, hasn't been on ACC Network yet, except that was the first game we were on ACC Network. Um, yeah this season so all the other ones we had like an espn game and then we had you know like the espn plus or regional network games um but i'm watching and i'm like it's crazy because i think our program would have gotten there with rick and we still had great players with rick but for some reason kirby you know he's younger he can get those guys like you said um he, he can relate to them but i mean that's a perfect example of even Kirby took like three years to settle yeah. in with us. I mean, it, yeah. it wasn't an immediate click. And I know with Harbaugh, this is probably five or six. But, I mean, he took that program from literally being terrible yeah. to now. I mean, they I, I can't remember the last time they haven't been top six. Uh, probably three or four years ago. But that's very, very impressive. I mean, exactly. It's, it's one of those things with uh, Harbaugh. Is he's the type of guy where he doesn't. He doesn't just control one side of the ball yeah. or the other. He's just a – he's like a – he's just your typical football coach that just kind of oversees everything. Yeah. You know, he's got he's got his hand in everything just trying to be a solid football coach. He just yeah. coaches the team. Yeah. He doesn't coach the offense. He doesn't coach the def- just the offense, just the defense. He's – I coach the team. Yeah. And that's why Michigan is one of those teams where, you know, they're, they always have really good defense. Mm-hmm. But the offense is kind of up and down. Yep. But they're just a fundamentally sound football team that brings in dogs. Yeah. I mean, they absolutely run the, st- the state of Michigan when it comes to recruits, and there's lots yep. of good recruits that come out of Michigan. And if you're a in the big, if you're in the Big Ten area, you're either going to Michigan or Ohio State. Yep. Like that's that's that's, just, that's it. Yeah. yeah. That's it. If you're a five star, you Big Ten area is Penn State in the Big Ten. I don't yeah. Know yeah. Yeah. You you might go to Penn State, but you got to really like the cold. Um, yeah. For sure. So it's that one's interesting. You know, I would hope. Uh, I was hoping for a while. <laughs> this, this is kind of bad, but when uh, Jim Harbaugh originally got the job, I was like, you know, 
as a 49ers fan, I hope he does terrible there and comes back. <laughs> and then after watching Kyle for so long, I'm like, I swear every day I'm just ranting on Kyle Shannon. <laughs> but, but this is a this podcast will not be different. I bet if I went back and listened to every podcast, I'd bring up how much I hate Kyle Shannon um, every single time. But like, please, please, we miss you, man. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, it's uh, it it's it's been wild. The NCAA. NCAA football has been crazy. Another crazy thing about it. So, I, we're both of us are obviously very big proponents in the NIL. Oh yes, um, yes. We both very much like what they did with it and where they went with it, how they did it. Um, but what's crazy? I saw something the other day mm-hmm. that Archie Manning. So, part of the NIL deals is there's multiple factors to it. They can't be performance based, right? Um, which, actually. I'm not a huge fan of that because I I wouldn't mind there being bonuses in there for um, certain things, but whatever, because there's no limit on how much they can make. So who cares? Like, give them bonuses. Like, give them something to play for. But um, I'm sure that's probably to help the smaller teams continuously get money because or else, you know, these big teams could, well, if you win us this, you know, here's 100 million bucks. You know, something like that. But it part of the NIL deal is you can set up your university's booster program as its own quote company yeah and give money exactly and give money to the players directly as nil deals so most most rosters now on most like college any sport rosters that's how they do it now which is brilliant because it helps everyone get paid what you don't want is a star player having to work a nine to five yeah and this and that was kind of the whole point of the NIL. Like, look, these guys are grinding. They are already in school. They still have to go to class, which is, you know, questionable for most for the big boys. But um, it's, you know, it's true. They still are supposed to go to class. Yes. They have to practice probably three times a day, regardless of the sport. Right. Um, yeah. And, you know, they still have to go to games and all this. And they, they just don't have time to work. So right. this the NIL deal was perfect opportunity to remove that. And anyway, so you can set it up uh, a booster to pay the players. But I thought it was crazy. I can't remember who it was, and I don't remember what. Po- I saw it on Instagram. It was some sports podcast. But there are rumors that Archie Manning's freshman year NIL deal with the booster program at Texas is ten million dollars. That's insane. That's that's a boatload of money. But I do kind of understand why. I mean. Let's let's just call it spade a spade, okay? Mm-hmm. Texas has one of the. You were telling me this. Texas has one of the. They have the biggest, the biggest endowment, endowment in the country. In the country. More than Harvard. Harvard and Stanford had it for a while, but Texas have, now has the largest endowment in the country. So you know, and Texas's football program. Texas, Texas fans, is football. Yeah, Texas is football. It's uh, it's always been said that football in Texas is a religion. Okay, yep. like it is very important to the people in Texas. That good football is played at all levels. Yep. For the Cowboys and the Texans, all the way down to all the schools in Texas. Yep. All the way down to the high schools. You know, yep. the, Texas is Texas is about football. Football is Texas. Texas is football. Yep. So it's one of those things where Archie Manning is probably not going to go to Texas if he's if he's not going to get paid. Yeah. Like. Texas's football program has been down for a long time. Now, yep. I mean, they did bring in uh, Sarkeesian, and he's installed a good offense. Yep. But and they gave Bama a scare. They, they did gave, give Bama a scare. They yeah. they've looked solid this year too. They haven't looked great. No. But they've looked like you know a solid 80, 85, which yeah. I mean they look like a solid B like B tier team. 
for a while they were an A tier team, you know, in in the past. Then they kind of dropped down to a B tier, and then they've been sitting at like D tier yeah. for a while. I mean, yeah. terrible, yeah. terrible football program. So now this uh, past year, you could, you know, the year before twenty twenty one football season, you could kind of see like, oh, they're looking like a C, maybe a yeah. B. This season, they're looking like a solid B, B plus yeah. tier team. So for sure. finally, um, but I, I just think that number is ridiculous. I mean. I, I don't blame him. I pay. I mean, I pay yeah. Archie ten million. If he said yeah. I want ten million and that's what it'll take, I'll be like, all right, here's fifteen. Like, yeah. cool. You're it's, like, you are signing here. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I don't want a verbal commit. I want your signature on this paper yeah. at this second. Like, right. uh, uh-uh. but um, it, it's cool that those guys can make that much money. But it, it was, in that same podcast, they were saying they're like, can you imagine? I'm not gonna. I don't want us to expand on this, but just to give a nice little chuckle, they're like, can you imagine Archie Manning's life? on the Texas campus. I mean, the, it's pretty obvious that, you know, the star quarterback, the star, you know, point guard, all those guys, they run campus. Yes, yes. But 10 million bucks and your dog. Yeah. Not that it wouldn't be that way regardless because exactly. it comes from a family, you know, generational wealth, yeah. you know, the whole thing. But you're absolutely right. Like, nobody can tell him what to do with that money. Nope. That money that money is his. Like yep. end of story. Like goodbye the end. Yep. It's it's crazy, man. But you know, going going off of this, I think it's interesting that uh you know, we have boosters that are willing to shell out that kind of money to a guy who hasn't played any snaps. Yep. And it's one of those things where they're taking an awful big financial risk. Not that they can't just buy themselves out of it. Yeah. But they're taking a really big financial risk on a guy that You've seen him play really well in, in high school. Yep. But high school is different than college. Oh, yeah. I mean, the speed of the game is much, much faster. And yep. you can just tell you, you can just tell looking at high school uh, highlights and high school film versus looking at college highlights, college film. Yep. It's, it's going to be very, very interesting what happens there because I think Ewers is the current five-star quarterback. I was Texas about to has. say, I was like, there's still, you know, he still has viewers ahead of him yeah. who is a five-star. Yeah, you know, it's, five it's realistically, Arch is going to end up being the viewers yeah. going to transfer somewhere. Um, no doubt about that. But at least if he was smart, he would. Right. I, I would not risk my college career on a quarterback battle with Archie Manning. Yeah, like, no, you, definitely you, not. I mean, he might come in there and look terrible right. and, you know, you might win the battle, but they're going to hold that above you, especially you You don't want that pressure because not only, you know, you're a five-star, if you don't start playing well, they're going to be like, we got a $10 million guy on the bench now. That's, that, that's never going to happen, Steven. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's never going to happen. You're never going to have, you're never going to have a quarterback making that kind of money in college and yeah. him not play. I, it's, I'm telling you, man, it, here's what's going to happen if something like that happens. If okay. it if a head coach who makes $10 million a year, because that's yeah. kind of what the top guys make now. Yeah. If he's making $10 million a year and the quarterback's making the same amount of money that he is, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, that head coach is going to be gone if he tries to bench a $10 million quarterback. That's pro- Yeah, that's probably fair. Especially if that head coach's name is Steve Sarkeesian. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Saban would be different. Yeah, Saban that's would true. be different, but... I mean, there's there's lots of college coaches out there that can run the same type of offense, like can recruit, yada yep. yada yada. Like but there's only so many five star quarterbacks. Yep. You know, and if and if they're paying that kind of money to the quarterback, I'm sorry, but he has to play. Yeah. And the boosters ultimately they control the money that goes into the athletic programs. 
And if the money dries up, the athletic director gets fired, and if the athletic director gets fired, what makes you think that the football coach is going to stay? Yeah, that's, that's he's, he's, true. He's going to be out the door, too. Yeah, that's that's fair, too. Now, question for you. If you're – I can't remember. Ewers, Ewers? Quinn Ewers. Ewers, yeah. thank you. I was like, nope, I'm not – I know I'm not saying that right. If you're Ewers, what are you doing? Like, it, it what's your plan here? Is your plan – because if, if I was him, the moment I saw Arch Manning sign, I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to the transfer portal. I ain't doing this. Well, like, so, I'm not playing this game. So here, here's the thing, all right? So he knows that Archie's coming, I think. It's not this next fall, but I think it's the fall after maybe. I'm not, I think it's this one. It, it, might, be, it might be this upcoming fall. So I, his plan, and this is, how, this is honestly how things could have went down for another quarterback that we'll talk about at a later date that we have been talking about a lot. But this is in the NFL. But we're talking college right now. So if I'm viewers, I'm trying to ball out. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to put up stats, uh, wins and losses, you know, what, whatever. But I'm trying to put up stats. Yeah. And then hopefully parlay that into an opportunity to play at either an SEC school or maybe I want to go to the Big 12 with Oklahoma for a year. And then when it comes time comes time to play in the SEC, I'll get to play, you know, whatever. Like. It's one of those. It's one of those things. Well, Texas isn't an SEC school now, but they're going to be. But yep. it's one. It's one of those things where I'm trying to ball, so then that way a coach is going to want me. Yep. And then I'll I can step into a situation where I, I can just crush. Yep. You know because yep. at the end of the day, like it's about getting an NFL contract. Yep. You know if especially as a five star, like that's yes. your goal. Like yeah. you're as a five star recruit coming out of high school, you're guaranteed to at least be on a pro, yep. like practice squad yep. because it's. Same thing with five-star basketball players. Like you're guaranteed to at least get an invite to summer league camp. Yeah, you know, yeah. just because clearly the pure talent is there. Like yes. I think, I think the way we do rankings is about as perfect as you can get it, and it still overlooks a lot of people. But if you have a coach that gives you the exposure and is just willing to put in the time to put you out there, like you will be ranked correctly. It's yeah. just you're not being seen. Like the, the moment you get seen, yeah. those rankings are pretty accurate. Yeah. You know. It's their business to get those rankings. Exactly. Right? Like, yeah. th- those rankings are accurate. Now, you know, if I'm yours, you know what I would do right now. What would you do? So, first question. Quarterback at Oregon. Is it Bo Nix? I think it's Bo Nix. Okay. So, well, I that's, know... Ex- that's, the, that's the situation to step into right there. Exactly. So, I know exactly where I'm going yeah. then. I'm going to Oregon. Because yeah. booster, yeah. booster-wise, it's the same. You know, yeah. it's not the same, obviously, but... The money that gets thrown into the school because it's there. because what I want to say is whatever gets thrown in the booster is not the same as the endowment. The endowment just shows that like yeah, there's a bunch of alum- rich right. alumni. You yeah. know that's that's all yeah. it is that continuously give. Right. But if you're continuously giving to the school, you're probably giving to the football program. Right. You know exactly football and basketball just because those are your sports, whichever you like more. So especially if it's Texas, it's going to football. Exactly, especially if it's Texas. So it's it's one of those. If I'm Quinn, I'm trying to go to Oregon because. You know you're going to play competitive football. Yep. You know you're consistently going to try to be in the top 25. Yep. And you know if you go there and you're like, okay, well, if, you know, you're going to have speed. So you're going to have always at least one or two speed wide receivers, and you're always going to have a good back. Yep. Like you, Oregon is a very well set up team. You know you're going to have the coldest uniforms in college football. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, it does. You know when you look post- good, feel good, play good. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Also, you know, you got, you know, he probably has half a million Instagram followers. You, know, you, you post that little picture and it gets some action. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, um, but it does numbers. So it's, if I was him though, that's, I'm not, 
all jokes aside, like that's probably number one place I'm looking because Bo Nix is playing atrociously. Anyways, I mean he's not. I mean he's getting ready to graduate anyway. Exactly. Like he's. I mean, well, he's. Let me say he's not playing atrociously, but he's doing Bo Bo Nix things. You know, he's (laughs) he's doing a lot of just dumb plays, and I bet if Quinn was like, "Hey, man." I'm willing to go to y'all school if you can give me, you know, five million dollars. They'd be like, "All right, cool. oh yeah, bet. sounds good." You know, so like, here's the dotted line sign. Um, but yeah, I just—that's an interesting one. That's an interesting one. I know, man. At Texas in the quarterback situation, it's going to be one of those things where those two guys are going to be compared to each other for a long time. Oh yeah. Did Texas make the right decision? Yep. You know that—that—it's it, just crazy, man. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely nuts. It's just bonkers, kind of. Shifting over now into the NFL, which is also, I don't know what they've been giving these, you know, football players in the water, but everyone, this season has got not gone how anyone would have thought. The Chiefs have, the Chiefs have already lost games. Yes. Bengals are two and two. Yes. And who's at the top of the league? The Dolphins and, um, the Jags Jags. (laughs) and the Jags and the the Eagles and the Eagles. (laughs) What in the world? And then our both of our sleeper picks yeah. are just straight through the floor. I, I, don't know, I mean, I don't know what well, the Colts are well, doing. Well, I mean, they beat the Chiefs, though. The Colts beat the Chiefs. Yeah, the Colts beat the Chiefs, and then they lose today to I can't even remember. You know, <laughs> who was it? I think it was. I think it was Jacksonville. Actually. No, 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 no. Jacksonville. Jacksonville was playing Philly, so one of those two teams did lose today. Okay, hold on. Because you know, that's just the nature of the beast. Let me let me look this yeah, up. Let's okay, look. because right. no, not. Golly. Golly. Okay, here we go. So we got. Current scores at the the time of recording. Okay, so let's see here. The Bengals beat the Dolphins. Oh, that's right. Or, no, that was Thursday. Thursday. I totally forgot about that. That's right. But still, that means the Dolphins are. Those cold white uniforms that Cincinnati Oh, those were sick. Oh, man. Those those were sick. But, okay, so that means the Dolphins are 3 1. Seahawks beat the Lions at 48 45. Okay, that was just zero defense was going on there. Um, let's see here. Oh, the Colts. The Colts played play the, the Titans. Titans. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Taylor that's... Wants, wants her. They're, uh, the Titans left tackle. He's he's done. Oh husband. my goodness. Yeah. Uh, the Colts are supposed to have a pretty good defensive uh, defensive line. Or, yeah. I think their, their D line is pretty solid. Uh, when I when I looked it up, it was like twelfth or something. Yeah. A preseason PFF grade. Yeah. Now, oh, the Falcons. Be- we were talking about this game. This was cracking us up. Falcons Browns. I get a notification on my phone. Um, and it says, watch now, because I'm a Falcons and 49ers fan. It says, watch now, Marcus Mariota versus Jacoby Brissett. And I'm like, what <laughs> the heck? <laughs> I'm like, these two, you know, somewhat historical franchises. What is, oh, goodness. But, oh, man. yeah, okay, so Eagles, Jaguars. Eagles ended up beating the Jaguars 29-21. That's a lot closer than I thought. I, I thought Jags were just, you know, they were overperforming a little bit. A little um, bit. I mean, a lot of it. <laughs> um, a lot of it has to do with just the fact that Trevor Lawrence has looked stellar. Like yes. he, Trevor Lawrence has looked like Trevor Lawrence, even with his lines still not being great. Right. Um, it's and Christian Kirk. And he's, he's he's been living Christian, up to the contract so far. Yeah, he. I'm pretty sure he had a terrible game today, if I remember correctly, though. Yeah. Uh, two two catches, receptions. Yeah, 60, 60 yards. yards. So yeah, yeah. it's not it's not a terrible worth, game. Is that worth 20 billion? No, I don't think so. No, either. heck no. Um, <laughs> No, no, the, no the Jags, the, the Jags front office is going to hear me say that over and over and over oh, yeah. again because that because uh, uh, I don't think he's ever going to live up to it no. respectfully. Like it, no. I mean, like we have stated before, 
the Jags owner, which, you know, everyone kind of knows he's a little bit of psycho. Con! Um, he, <laughs> he, uh, he must have said, get me someone who can be a top 20 receiver, and they said, we got you number 20. You know? Yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, anyways. But this season has been absolutely ridiculous. Perfect example of that, I'm looking at the scores, going almost into halftime. There's two minutes left in quarter two. The Panthers are up versus the Cardinals, 7-3, and the Panthers have the ball. What? Who? And I, I love Baker. I absolutely love Baker Mayfield. I think he, first off, he's hilarious. Yes. And second off, he got absolutely done so dirty by the Browns. He's the only quarterback for the Browns in the past probably 15 years that's done anything for him. And he's um, the only one to he's the only one to take him to the playoffs. I didn't know he's the only one to take him. I thought yeah. I thought Brian Hoyer would have, but I don't think so. That's you can fact check me on that, but I don't I don't think so. Uh, it's it's one of those things. I'm like I don't. Oh, they're taking a big risk, and I honestly hope it smacks him in the face because that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But yeah, it's. What do you think about the season so far? Well, so going kind of sticking with the Baker topic just for one more second. Okay. Baker was the quarterback I was telling I was referring to mm. from the college situation to the pro situation. So yeah. I don't like, and we have talked about this before. I don't really like how Baker handled the situation where um, the Browns said that they were interested in a quarterback that we shall not name. Yeah. You know, to me, it's one of those things where Baker... Well, what was he supposed to do? So, instead of saying, hey, I want out right now, Baker should have had, should have at least anticipated, hang on a second, time out. There's no way that this guy's not going to get suspended. Yeah. I'm going to get the opportunity to at least play a few games. And at that point, it's like, okay, I'm going to get to play a few games. I need a ball out. Because I played well at times, I was hurt last year, and if I can show if I can show teams, hey, I can be your guy, somebody somebody's gonna want me back. Yeah. Because at that point, like you know, in the off season, teams are like, oh, we kind of have a plan about what we want to do at quarterback, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. And Baker's trade trade stock was down. Yeah. So you're probably not gonna get to go into a great situation anyway. Yeah. So to me, like instead of instead of just giving up on your team and giving up on your teammates, like say like no, screw that. I'm gonna beat him out for this. I, I don't care. Like I I want to play for this team. This team is the team that drafted me. But then again, I mean it has kind of worked out for him because now he's getting he's getting an opportunity to play the whole season. Like yeah. that's pretty much guaranteed because he beat out Darnold. But I mean, you know, big luck. Exactly. It's one of those things where he's gonna be a free agent, and if he can just play well enough, if he can just play well enough to prove. That hey, I'm gonna be a starter. Then you know he's gonna get a big contract. But Stephen just literally pulled up Baker's stats, and needless to say, they haven't been stellar. Yeah, they. Uh, I, I will say if you if you watch the game, a lot of it has not been his fault. But that the, offensive line is terrible. Yeah, it's uh, you got icky, and that's, that's about it. That's <laughs> so like, I mean, that's just being realistic. Now, I uh, I'm gonna have to respectfully disagree with okay. you. I would in. In just about any other situation, I'd want to stick there. You know, stick through it, get in there, and be like, no, I want to battle battle him out. Kind of what Jimmy G did. Yeah. I, in that scenario, it's different. But, well, even then, I'm still surprised Jimmy G stood there. Because Jimmy G and Baker were kind of in similar situations. Like, they were doing well for their respective teams. But Baker's in an even different one. Because Niners have, they've had someone competent in quarterback for a while. Um, yeah. But... Baker's the only competent one that's worked out for him in forever. RG3, I wish it worked out. I don't, I'm not sure why that didn't. Um, 
Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, and they just had no line when he was there. If he had a lot of quarterback issues, end up with there's just no line. You exactly. Know? Um, and they get injured, and they're like, "Oh my God, you're injury prone." It's like, "No, dude, you hit me 400 times a game. Like, what am I supposed to do?" A la David Carr. Ex- yeah. Who exactly. we were talking about at the bar yesterday. Exactly. No, that was at that was at a uh, drive shack. Uh, maybe that was that maybe that was a drive shack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but. If I'm Baker, the moment I hear rumors that they want to trade for him, and especially when I hear trade for him, and at that point he didn't fully request a trade yet. Once the once the contract number numbers came out fully guaranteed, that's when he was like, "Nah, we ain't doing <laughs> that." Because, and I mean, I don't blame him when he's been asking for a new contract, and I don't think he's been asking anything. I mean, he's been asking a lot of money, but I think it was like twenty-five or thirty is what he'd asked for. Which is very reasonable. Exactly. Which which a is a lot, but back in the league. exactly. But I mean, that's Jimmy's money. Yeah. And you know, I've I've argued before that what we gave Jimmy was too much, but at the same time, I mean, he's consistently got us to the playoffs. Yeah. It's not pretty, but it works. It, it's what Kirk Cousins but like. And Kirk, Kirk Cousins is worth the money that he's paying. Exactly. Like I, I kind of use Kirk Cousins as like. The slightly above average quarterback, like whatever he's making, is what any other slightly above average quarterback yeah, should make. Right. So, like what any top fifteen quarterback should make, and I think Baker's a top fifteen quarterback personally. Um, yeah, a top lot of fifteen, people, not top ten. Yeah, agree. Yeah, he's anywhere from eleven to fifteen, depending on the day. Right. Um. But the moment I would see that fully guaranteed contract, I'd be like, okay, so not only are you guys trying to just replace me, but you're, you wouldn't let me re-sign a contract, basically. And I'd be like, you know what, screw y'all. Because every time I went to y'all and was like, hey, I need better receivers, you got me a bunch of divas. And it's like, are they technically are, are they technically better receivers? Yes. you know. And I love Jarvis Landry as a receiver, and I don't think he was really the problem. But Jarvis Landry with Odell Beckham Jr. never worked. That's true. And that never worked like it should have because those two together, they're such good friends that they cause issues with each other. Oh, it just, no doubt about it. it uh, I don't know. If I was big, I never – blame Baker and I probably never will for leaving that situation because I think he did the exact right thing where he's like look y'all clearly don't want me here I'm going to go somewhere that does and the Panthers on paper looked like a good situation that O-line was not great and it's I mean it's terrible right but I think he's he's not playing great his QBR right now is sitting at around 80 for the season but yeah it's, it's pretty bad but honestly a solid start of what gets you like a slightly above average starter's QBR is going to be sitting around 85. Yeah. So if he can just put in slightly better performances for the rest of the season, and if they can just get someone to start clicking on, like right tackle or even just do what the 49ers did all last year and have a left tackle and a left guard that are very competent, and then just slide, and just slide to the left side the whole side. time. Yeah. Which I'm. I think Jimmy's going to get pummeled tomorrow because. Uh, Trent's out. Trent, I always forget his name. Right. I, I, I can see his face, but I can't yeah. think. But anyways, um, yeah, I, I don't blame Baker. It's it, he was put in a bad situation, and he's just he just wants to play, man. He, uh, that's that's all he wants to do. He I, just wants can, to play. I completely understand, but you know, I'm gonna give you a little, just a slight little bit of pushback on this. That's fine. So, out of all of the situations that Baker could have reasonably gone to. Mm-hmm. Where is he going to be at a better situation to succeed than Cleveland? He already knows the offense that they're going to run. He already has built chemistry with all the guys that are on that team and that offensive line. That offensive line was supposed to be one of the best offensive lines in the league. Yeah. 
And on top of it, that defense is raw. Yeah, that defense is a top three defense in the league on its day. And so. right now, with Jacoby being their quarterback, they're not great, but they're making Jacoby look better than he is. Yeah. They're making him look like, oh, maybe we should make this guy a starter. It's like, I, I love Jacoby, you know, NC State guy, but he's not a starter. He's a very good he's, second option. Yeah, he's a very good He's a, aw, crap, someone went down with a concussion. Yeah. Let's put him in. Speaking yeah. about concussions... Yeah, once again, guys, you guys have now reached the end of our recording where we cut out. Once again, we apologize, but thanks and tune in next week. Bye.